Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Nonsense Podcast, episode 36. My good buddy, Mike Baldwin. Um, today, we're mainly going to focus on uh, Tucker Carlson and him leaving Fox. And uh, we'll probably talk about it. There's a lot of people that are leaving mainstream media. Um, Bongino, and I can't even think of all of them off the top of my head, but um, Don Lemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of them to talk about. But uh, I also wanted to talk a little bit about Robert, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and his run for president. We haven't really talked about that too much. Um, but mainly we're going to focus on Tucker Carlson and the mainstream media agenda. And uh, we've got some great videos and Tucker's and a few of them. Um, and maybe I was thinking maybe we should just name this, rename this podcast the Everything is Bullshit podcast. <laughs> I assume that name's already taken. But yeah, I've been since day one, I've been like, we should not call this nonsense because it makes people be like, well, I don't want to just listen to nonsense. <laughs> and we're like, no, we're saying like everything else is nonsense, not us. Yeah. But that makes the title too long. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, let's see. Let me scroll up here on my little note thing. Um, so Susan Rice is now gone. She wasn't in the media, but she was. Uh, it's pretty crazy that she's gone um, because Biden got rid of her. The CEO of MSNBC has resigned. Tucker Carlson gone. Dan Bongino gone. Don Lemon and Laura Laura Trump was the first to go from Fox, but she was gone. Uh, I guess it's been a little while since she's been gone, but it is noteworthy to point out that she's gone. Um, what's your take on the whole Car- Tucker Carlson thing? Do you, do you, what do you think about it? Um, well, I mean, it could be, first of all, we don't know if he quit or if he got fired. He hasn't come out and said anything. And the only news stories that I've seen are like people familiar with the matter and that kind of stuff. But nobody's came out and said like for certain exactly what happened you know um so if he was fired then i assume it was either related to things that he said both on the show and in like podcast interviews and stuff like that like he was pretty straightforward about being like we've been lying to you you know like not we but like him basically saying like all of the other news is lying to you and fox sometimes sort of thing so that could have been it or it could have been related to the dominion thing and that could have been part of the settlement of dominion is like and we want the main person who said shit about us out of there and maybe that was tucker carlson but i don't have any proof of that i've just read a tweet or two well it seems like they would have to have uh something in his contract saying you're not allowed to talk about xyz or or something to fire someone as you know he was their top rated guy um i mean i don't know how any of that works contractually speaking um yeah i'm sure somewhere in the contract it was like you know we can't fire you unless and then he probably did one of the unlesses and they're like all right now's our perfect chance he's fucking out of here and speaking of that um what you just said about uh, dominion I don't know who Blake Long is, but I screenshotted this tweet and I'd never thought about it this way. But the tweet was Dominion settled with Fox. Yes. Does BlackRock Vanguard own Dominion? Yes. Doesn't BlackRock Vanguard own Fox? Yes. So they sued themselves. Yes. And now get to write off hundreds of millions. Yes. So we're all suckers for buying into this nonsense, which. And then he says, yes. Um. I mean, BlackRock doesn't own any of those things, but they own like largest shares. But that still ends up only being like between 10 and 20 percent, I think, which is a a lot for sure. But it's not like they're the leaders of these companies necessarily. But I guess they probably listen to their people more than they listen to like the guy who only owns one percent of it, you know? Yeah. So I guess you could look at the Tucker dismissal, however he, however he left them, um, one of two ways. It's very bad for us, as meaning like people who are awake, not woke, but awake. It's very bad for us, or it's a great thing for us. And I'm trying to be more positive these days, so I think it's a great thing for us because maybe people will get away from watching 
even Fox, you know, like, like we said on the last podcast, Sean Hannity is their oldest guy as far as he's been there the longest. And I find him to be completely full of shit and like as much of a company man as possible. Like if they're like, Hey, this is what you're going to say. And you're not going to deviate from that. He's like, all right, no problem. All right. Yeah. You sign my checks. I'll say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So, so I think that it's, I think that it's probably good because I think people should get away from all mainstream media at at all. I think they should get away from all of it. Even Fox. I don't think they have ultimately the best interest of the American people. You know, I mean, I, I certainly would watch them over anything else as far as mainstream media goes, but I don't trust them at all either. Some of the things they say and get on board with, I'm like, they're just a different kind of propaganda. It's all hiding the real truth from us as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I think Fox is definitely the most Republican of the cable channels, but that doesn't mean that they are the most like America first sort of, like you said, like awake crowd that, you know what I mean? Like it, the Democrats are, will come out and say things like, Oh, you know, you like this guy, you're a Republican and this guy's a Republican. And then this other Republican did something or said something stupid. And like, that's just like you and you Republicans. And I'm like, I'm, I wouldn't even consider myself a Republican. I don't even think there's, it's a two party thing anymore. I think it's like, we're the MAGA movement. We're the America first, like stop lying to us with blatant bullshit party. And I don't care what side you're on. That's why uh, Robert Kennedy jr. Is appealing to people on in my political spectrum or whatever, because I look at him the same way I looked at Trump at first, which is like, all right, this guy's calling out the bullshit and he's telling me truth about stuff. But then I also watch like old videos of him being like, if you deny climate change, then you should burn in hell or something like that. And I'm just like, well, I don't know if I agree with that, but, but I'm the same with Trump. Like there's things that Trump has said that I'm like, like the abortion thing is a prime example. Like I'm not a hundred percent against abortion. Uh, Tucker Carlson talks about that in one of these videos, or maybe I cut that part out, but even if I did, uh, he's like, you know, we can have that debate of like, uh, you know, it's a teenager or a woman was raped or whatever, like, or it's the first few weeks or months, like we can have that conversation. But when you're saying like abortion is good, like, how do I argue with that? Sorry. Oh, okay. Good thing we're recording on both ends, maybe. Or I don't know if it's really working. We'll find out. It's all right. It didn't, it didn't last long. Um, yeah, Fox reminds me, going back to what you were saying a minute ago, um, Fox reminds me of the Republicans that I'm just as frustrated with as as anything else, like the people who think this is just about politics and it's just that Biden sucks and whatever. I'm like, Biden isn't just a shitty politician. He's a terrible person who is a puppet for the deep state. He's not just doing these things because he thinks they're right politically. He's doing them because he's being told what to do by people who are actually running the show. And sometimes when I say things like that to people, Republicans, Namely, they they look at me like like I'm just as crazy as someone on the left would, you know, like yeah. I, I don't consider myself a Democrat or Republican or any of that shit, especially not a Democrat, not anymore. Um, but it's not just about politics, you know, and I hope that people watching this understand that we aren't just about politics. You know, it's not just that we're these conservative, you know, um, you know, because again, the two party system is is bullshit. I think I think it's part of the problem. Sure. I have the perfect video to follow that up. And that's uh, George Carlin talking about exactly that. Where is it here? All right. You talk about something. I got some. Well, what I what I, I'll talk about this for a second while you're trying to find it, because uh you know, I got cut off last week. My stupid battery died on my phone, but um, 
we didn't get to talk about the the video with Obama and Trump and the fact that Obama, I know we've discussed this a little bit before, but Obama got a, a Nobel Peace Prize eight months into his presidency for literally doing nothing. Um, maybe it was, it's a peace prize. So I don't know, even, even historically speaking, him being the first black president, you can't give him a, a Nobel Peace Prize for that. Um, but he was literally giving it, giving it for nothing. And then you got a guy like Trump who comes along and goes a huge step in the direction of peace in the Middle East, which is something we all grew up kind of almost joking about because you never thought that was going to happen. You know, it was just like, well, they're never going to fucking agree on anything. They've been throwing rocks at each other forever. And then here comes along this guy, Trump, who, you know, they're all talked about in the beginning of his presidency, especially how he was going to start World War Three and all that. And he's the only guy that didn't start a new war that got us out. A lot of those countries we shouldn't have been in in the first place. Um, and he right before his presidency ends brings peace to the middle East, at least in large part and mainstream media, they talked about it a little bit, but not really. And I mean, if, if Obama or Biden or Clinton or George Bush or any of those idiots had, had brought peace to the Middle East, they would be looked at as the greatest president that ever lived. And Trump, of course, like, ah. but that's just another example of a thousand of why I'm like, all right, so the media is lying to us. The rest of Washington is lying to us. Like we can see with our own eyes that this is a good thing. And yet they're not talking about it. So I don't know. I think we're just being lied to. I think there's a deep state conspiracy. And now I'll play this video no national conspiracy to buy elections and control america but you don't need a formal conspiracy right when interests converge these people went to the same universities oh, and please. fraternities they're on the it's same boards of directors they're in the same country clubs they have like interests they yes. don't need to call a meeting they know what's good for them it's a and they're getting it and there, there used to be this... seven oil companies there are now three it will soon Ooh. be two the things that matter in this country have been reduced in choice there are two political parties there are a handful of insurance companies. There are about six or seven in information. But if you want a bagel, there are 23 flavors because you have the illusion. You have the illusion of choice. Right. Yeah, he was freaking great, man. He was so smart. Um, we also didn't mention this. Um, in the last week, BuzzFeed closed up shop, and they were the ones pushing the whole Russian collusion thing. Um, BuzzFeed News closed up which okay. is separate from actual BuzzFeed, but I don't think uh, any of them are, are doing that great. I mean, that's a, that's one good thing that's come of all this. I mean, you can point to several good things that have happened as far as like information coming out or things like this happening. Like people are learning like, all right, these people are lying to me. I'll still, I'm, I'm excited about Twitter. Like I've said it multiple times, but, that's where I go to get the truth about a subject because there's enough people on there that somebody's going to call bullshit if something's bullshit. But like Marjorie Taylor Greene is a good example because she'll write like a long post of, of things like, uh, what did she say? Like she just went into like a secret room and saw these 2000 pages of information about Biden or whatever. And like, he was doing money laundering and some of it involved, uh, you know, Hunter doing human trafficking related things and stuff like that. And then you look at all the replies and they're none of them are like, no, Biden didn't do that. And I have proof it's this or like th the reason that he was in this company was this like none of the replies are that they're all just like, shut up, bitch. Like, you dumb whore shit like that like are they gonna use their space lasers next like you're just a dumb bitch so like based on those replies i'm like all right so what she's saying must be accurate because they're not refuting what she's saying at all and tucker was really good at that too like i would send a, a tucker carlson clip to my little text group of democrat friends 
and none of them would be like what he's saying isn't true they would just be like fucking fox like fuck tucker like that guy's full of shit and that kind of stuff and it's like uh what is that called ad hominem like when you shoot the messenger i don't know if i use that word right but like you don't argue the point that they're making you just find something to make fun of and then therefore you win the argument so well, go ahead if, if anyone needs any more proof that uh mm -hmm. that they're doing everything they can to get rid of trump where did this article go that i read this morning about how in Georgia, they're trying to get him for election interference, or they're they're thinking about indicting him for election interference. First of all, he he already lost that election, you know, and you've got all this all this stuff that proves that Biden and and those dicks. Gosh, why can't I find this article now? Um, but it, it's it's out of Georgia, and they're trying to get Trump for election interference, which. It's very flimsy, um, the <laughs> case they're trying to bring against him. And you've got all this real evidence towards the Biden administration, being elect, you know, the Hunter laptop and everything that goes along with that as far as the social medias um, not showing that story, which Zuckerberg admitted to. I mean, that is way bigger election interference than Trump saying, all I need to find is 11,000 votes you know, because that was the gist of the whole Georgia argument. Right. He, he wasn't saying like, I need to find them, like just make them up. He wasn't saying it that way. He was saying, we've only got to find the fact that they stole, you know, we, we know they stole way more than 11,000, but I only need 11,205 or whatever, because they stole it by 11,204. So that's all we need. And th that's their whole basis for it. And they're not going to, they're not going to decide whether or not they're even going to indict him until like July. I think it said July to September. So why do they need so much time to decide if they're even going to indict him on that bullshit charge? Cause they're going to wait and see what happens with this other thing. Maybe. I don't know. I wonder if I can, let's see here. Tab. Boom. Is that up? Something's coming up. All right. Yeah, the Georgia DA says she'll decide this summer on potential election interference chargers, charges against Trump and allies. And then um, yada, yada, yada. Oh, Fanny Willis is her name. She sounds like she's very professional. Come on, <laughs> Fanny. Uh, sometime between July 11th and September 1st. Yeah. But the, I like the way they word this. Trump has been the subject of an ongoing investigation since early 2021, not long after a stunning phone call he made to the Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger. Trump was caught on a recording of the conversation trying to cajole the election official to find votes and tip the results in his favor. And I've listened to that, and that's not what he was doing. Well, isn't that what they tried to impeach him for? That Was it that phone call? No, it was the Ukraine. Yeah, they impeached him for Ukraine, and then I think they impeached him for January 6th-related shit, didn't they? Yeah, the first one was... Well, geez. They, yeah, they, Ukraine was the first one. They've tried to get him with so much shit that it gets confusing after a while, but... Well, it, the first two years was Russian collusion, so that's why nobody tried impeaching him during that, because they were like, we're gonna... Mueller's gonna get him. And I remember people being like, hashtag, it's Mueller time, and like, getting all excited and shit, like, Mueller's gonna bring him down. And then Mueller's like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't find anything. I won't say that there's not something to be found but I didn't find anything. And then Democrats were like, Oh, he said that there was, he wouldn't say there wasn't something to be found. And I'm like, well, that's not the same. It's, it's also interesting that Tucker got ousted, right? You know, they still haven't really um, released all the January 6th stuff that he was going to release. Right. And that's he interesting because I don't know. I was talking with somebody online about this, like, um, did I Kevin McCarthy gave the January 6th footage to who exactly did he hand it to Tucker Carlson and Tucker owns it 
or did he give it to Fox and Tucker Carlson? And was that part of the reasoning or part of the contract or whatever? Like if somebody brings news to you, Tucker, it's ours. Like we get ownership of it or whatever. But, and I don't know if that's part of his contract either, but it seems like it might be. So maybe they're like, all right, then you're fucking fired. And then they just hide all of the January 6th stuff. But I don't know that either. But I bet at some point Tucker will come out and either do an interview or uh, do what Elon Musk suggested, which is just start a Twitter subscription thing and do his own daily thing on Twitter. I would subscribe. I'd pay five bucks a month or whatever to watch Fox News without having to watch Fox News, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What else do we want to say about Tucker? Um, Well, let's let, why don't we let him tell us in his own words? Okay. Um, I'm going to do the shortest one first, which I believe is this one. Welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Sometimes you wonder just how filthy and dishonest our news media are. You'll be in the shower and you'll think they're bad, but how bad are they? Well, here's one measure of their badness. You can try this at home. Ask yourself, is any news organization you know of so corrupt that it's willing to hurt you on behalf of its biggest advertisers? Anyone who do that is obviously Pablo Escobar level corrupt and should not be trusted. What would that look like? that level of corruption. Shit. Well, imagine that the Trump administration had made it mandatory for American citizens to buy MyPillow. That's one of Fox News' biggest advertisers. Imagine the administration declared that if you didn't rush out and buy at least one MyPillow, and then at least another booster pillow, you would not be allowed to eat out. You couldn't re-enter your own country. Well, I think Tucker is an ultimate professional, but he almost seemed the tiniest bit nervous on that one like as far as like this one is gonna i don't know and maybe i'm reading that completely wrong but it seemed like he was like breathing a little bit weird you know like i've 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 noticed i i watch for people when they're nervous or something like on stage and it seemed like he was the tiniest bit like shouldn't be saying this probably but i'm going to you know or I somebody to. was like hey don't say that part and he's like i'm gonna fucking say it and they're like you're gonna get in huge trouble if you say this and he's like hey and then that's him just saying it and, and he was basically um comparing that to uh, people having to get the vaccine right am i reading that completely wrong no that's exactly what he was comparing it to saying that like because he compared it to Fox pushing my pillows to people and being like, no, you have to buy a my pillow. And they're like, but what if it causes heart trouble or whatever? And he's like, now you have to get another one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you have that video or not. I, I sent it um, about, I forget her name on Instagram, but she was talking about the mother in some state that has like seven kids and needs a kidney transplant and they won't give it to her unless she gets the vaccine. Well, I mean, you pretty much just said the video. Do you want to watch it anyway? Yeah. I mean, she'll say it better than I did. It's me sick. And I can't believe this is still happening in America today. Right now, there is a mother of seven kids who is being denied a kidney transplant because she didn't get the She's currently on dialysis and facing death. She doesn't want to get the due to religious and medical grounds. It's sad that I even have to censor myself in this post. The medical tyranny that happened this last three years is absolutely disgusting. And it's still happening today to this mother of seven. Yeah, and I read, I actually looked up that article and read it, and I don't see it. It's obviously not in any mainstream anything. But the article, like they reached out to the hospital. They said what hospital it was. They didn't say the lady's name. They just said Jane Doe. But like, it's a sad thing. And they pointed out that Biden ended the emergency declaration, basically saying like the pandemic is over. Like this isn't a big deal anymore. And yet they're still like, nope, get vaccinated. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with Georgia, man? Georgia is just a dumpster fire as far as like it seems like they're super corrupt 
I think just Atlanta is super corrupt and it's just another one of those Democrat cities that has spent the last 30 years going more and more Democrat and more and more progressive. And now they're dealing with the the aftermath of that. Like when you spend a decade or two only hiring people based on things other than their competency and their abilities then you get shit like this where it's like not enough people in charge are like, no, we're fucking doing this because this is the logical, correct thing to do. And instead they're like, I don't know. Let's fucking just say that you can't even get medical attention if you don't have a vaccine. And they're like, perfect. Sounds good. And the one guy that's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Is like so low on the totem pole. And he's probably afraid to get fired, you know? So he's like, "Ah, I'm just not going to say anything. That's what, I don't know if it was Tucker or not, but somebody was saying something like, if you're in a, a position where, like, he was comparing people who speak out at, like, board meetings and stuff to people who we consider, like, actual heroes, like war heroes and people who stop gunmen and stuff like that. And he's like, that's like a a spur of the moment thing like you either have that in you or you don't if you see a gunman you either naturally respond by like attacking him or trying to stop the threat or you run away from it but like sitting in a boardroom and listening to somebody say whatever bullshit they're saying like that has to be like a competent thought for you to be like i'm gonna fucking say something and be like no what you're saying is bullshit and I'm not buying it and I fucking quit. But then they're probably all like, good, quit. Because we only want people that agree with us here. So that's yeah. the fine line is like, I can, my choices are either listen to this bullshit or lose my job. And that's a tough decision to make when you're like, I'd rather lose my job than listen to this bullshit. Well, something you said reminded me of Don Lemon. He was on, he was on board with, you know, not allowing people to shop and this and that unless they got the vaccine. Why do you think they got rid of him? Because their low their ratings are so shit now and people hate Don Lemon. Do you think that's- well, I, I think the final nail in his coffin was when he had uh what's the guy's name that's running against Trump? Uh Ramaswamy or Ramaswani or something. The guy who's running as a Republican. He had him on there and that guy was talking about like I don't know, like how the Democrats wanted to disarm black people to like keep them enslaved basically. And, and how the second amendment, the NRA was like for everybody having a gun, including black people. And Don Lemon's like, no, no, no. He's like, don't try to, he, the sentence he wanted to say was like, don't try to mansplain to me or don't try to black splain things to me or something like that. But Ramaswamy's like a, a Indian guy or something, you know? And so Don Lemon goes, don't try to whatever you are splain to me. And Ramaswamy's like, whatever I am, like I'm an Indian American or something like that. So I think that had a lot to do with it. Cause that sort of went viral him being like, don't fucking come in here. But who knows? Uh, ratings probably had a lot to do with it also. Yeah, I, I couldn't. Wanna... I couldn't stand Don Lemon. I'm glad to see him go, even though I never watched any of that shit. No, me neither. It was, but it was the same for me as Tucker Carlson. Like I never tuned into Fox News to watch Tucker Carlson. I just saw clips of him on Twitter and shit. You know. Yeah. Which is why he should just go to Twitter. He'd make fucking millions a month. But I don't think it's about the money for him. But here's this. Uh, this is a, a longer thing, but I, I liked it. And it's uh, Tucker talking about he was given a speech at uh, the like the Heritage Foundation or something. And then I clipped this other uh, church guy at the beginning of it because they're both kind of talking about the same thing. But you want to watch that now? Yeah. Have to accept the fact part of the elephant in the room is the fact that we have people in high places in the church, running parts and aspects of the church who are evil. I'm just saying this as an observer of what's going on. There is no way to assess, say, the transgenderist movement with 
that mindset. Policy papers don't account for it at all. If you have people who are saying, I have an idea, let's castrate the next generation. Let's sexually mutilate children. Sorry, that's not a political debate. What? There's nothing to do with politics. What's the outcome we're desiring here? An androgynous population? Is that really what we are? Are we arguing for that? I don't, I don't think anyone could like, defend that as a positive outcome. But the weight of the government and uh, you know, a lot of corporate interests are behind that. Well, what is that? Well, it's irrational. If you say, well, you know, I think abortion is always bad. Well, I think sometimes it's necessary. That's a debate I'm familiar with. But if you're telling me that abortion is a positive good, what are you saying? Well, you're arguing for child sacrifice, obviously. It's not about like, oh, a teen, you know, a teen girl gets pregnant and what do we do about that and victims of rape. I, you know, I get it. I, of course I understand that and I have compassion for everyone involved. But when the Treasury Secretary stands up and says, you know what you can do to help the economy get an abortion? Well, you, that's like an Aztec principle, actually. There's not a society in history that didn't practice human sacrifice. Not one. I checked. Even the Scandinavians, I'm ashamed to say. It wasn't just the Mesoamericans, it was everybody. So like, that's what that is. What's the point of child sacrifice? Well, there's no policy goal entwined with that. No, that's a theological phenomenon. And that's kind of the point I'm making. None of this makes sense in conventional political terms. When people or crowds of people, or the largest crowd of people at all, which is the federal government, the largest human organization in human history, decide that the goal is to destroy things, destruction for its own sake, hey, let's tear it down. What you're watching is not a political movement, it's evil. So if you want to assess, and I'll put it in non, and I'll stop with this, I'll put it in non, I'll put it in non-political, uh, or non, rather non-specific theological terms, and just say, if you want to know what's evil and what's good, what are the characteristics of those? And by the way, you know, I, I think the Athenians would have agreed with this. This is not necessarily just a Christian notion. This is kind of a, I would say, widely agreed upon understanding of good and evil. What are its products? What do these two conditions produce? Well, I mean, Good is characterized by order, calmness, tranquility, peace, whatever you want to call it, lack of conflict, cleanliness. Cleanliness is next to godliness. It's true. It is. And evil is characterized by their opposites. Violence, hate, disorder, division, disorganization, and filth. So if you are all in on the things that produce the latter basket of outcomes, what you're really advocating for is evil. That's just true. I'm not calling for a religious war, far from it. I'm merely calling for an acknowledgement of what we're watching, which is not what, and I'm not, certainly not backing the Republican Party. I mean, ugh. I'm not making a partisan point at all. I'm, I'm just noting what's super obvious. Like those of us who are in our mid-50s are caught in the past in the way that we think about this. One side's like, no, no, you know, I've got this idea and we've got this idea and let's have a debate about our ideas. They don't want a debate. Those ideas won't produce outcomes that any rational person would want under any circumstances. Those are manifestations of some larger force acting upon us. It's just so obvious. It's completely obvious. And I think two things. One, we should say that and stop engaging in these totally fraudulent debates where we are using the terms that we used in 1991 when I started at Heritage as if maybe, you know, I could just win the debate if I marshaled more facts. I've tried that, doesn't work. And two, Maybe we should all take just like 10 minutes a day to say a prayer about it. Boom. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that video clip sums up why he was fired, because the deep state runs the media, and he's not about just going along with arguing about bullshit that's never going to get us anywhere. He's like, hey, what is actually going on here? And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, don't talk about what's actually going on. Let's just argue about uh look, they they want to paint this house blue. Like get, go on there and say they should paint it red. That's the top story tonight. Yeah. All right. What's uh let's since we're on a Tucker roll here, let's watch one more of him. This is a shorter one also. Advice for young people, get married. Yeah, get married small. and have a ton of kids. I mean, get married when you're too young, have more kids than you can afford, take a job you're not qualified for, live boldly, stop getting high, stop doing anything that blurs your vision or makes time go faster. You're going to die before you know it. Don't waste a second. That's the sin, is living thoughtlessly and wasting time. It's the one thing you can't get back. I've wasted a lot of money in my life. Oh, my gosh. I don't care. I don't regret any of it. But any time that I wasted is really bitter for me because it's finite. And so live as fully as you can. And, and you can't control all this stuff that's going on. You can't control what Google does. And honestly, they're going to win. Like the powers that be will win, at least in the short term. Ultimately, they'll all blow up. But like we're powerless and hated. I think this myself all the time. Are they going to crush me? Oh, yeah. Okay. But in the meantime, you know, I want to experience my life as fully as I possibly can. And I think that starts with having like a ton of kids, like way more than a so like Mormon levels of kids. I mean that. All right. Well, you heard it from the, the boss himself. I'm going to go out today and start having kids. You ought to, you ought to go knock up the first girl that'll let you. All right. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> No, you yeah, no, what, what I need to do first is the first thing that he said, which is stop getting high. Well, I, you know, that's what that saying is from. The youth is wasted on the young because when you're young and you've got all this time, you waste the hell out of it. And as you start to get a little older, you know, you start realizing that, fuck, I am running out of time and I have so many things that I want to do and wish I had made better time use of my time for. Um, and that's just life, man. Um, but, but he's right. I mean, ultimately, like I get nervous about everything that we put out there. I mean, I think most people know how we feel about stuff, but I still, we've, we've all been brainwashed. Even the people like us, we, we, we don't have Trump derangement syndrome, but we've got, they can do bad things to me syndrome. And really they can't, you know, fuck them. Especially if you believe in God, which I do. Um, there's only so much they can do and they will win in the short term, but that's why we need to start. We need to start this podcast with that Mike Tyson clip where he's like, you don't be my friend. If you're not smart enough to be my friend and fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so scared to bump into like an unknown Mike Tyson in an alley or something and have him be like, fuck you, motherfucker. And I'd be like, Oh God, I just want to get out of this alley, please. <laughs> Uh, All right, I think we have one more Tucker thing if you want to watch it. Yeah, let's watch it. Let's. This is the Tucker episode. So who yeah. cares? <laughs> I mean, though, as long as we are indicting retired presidents, where are the charges against George W. Bush for invading Iraq under false pretenses and giving permanent normalized trade relations to China, which completely wrecked our economy? Where are those charges? Don't hold your breath. In Washington, wrecking your own country is not considered a crime. And of course, George W. Bush knows that well, which is why he doesn't seem worried at all. Criticizing the ruling class, that's what they indict you for. But either way, Donald Trump's former job as president of the United States is not really the point here. Yes, of course you can indict former presidents if they've done something wrong. That's not what this is about. The headline here is that there is, as noted, a presidential race in progress right now. And if you check the polls, you will find that Trump is leading the Republican field. That's the unprecedented thing, taking out your opponent using the justice system. If the Democratic Party is allowed to do this, allowed to crush the presidential front runner, the main threat to their power with a bogus criminal case, where does that leave us? We're done because that precedent will live forever and voters will never again determine the outcome of a presidential election. It's remarkable when you think about it. So after all the yelling, from permanent Washington about January 6th and how it was a threat to our democratic norms and the peaceful transfer of power. 
They've decided to completely short circuit our democratic norms, not to mention the peaceful transfer of power using the courts and prosecutors. Yeah, and it's fucked up, but it's also setting precedents, you know, so when they go after the next guy, then we'll be able to be like, hey, you started it. Yeah, absolutely. And if if media cared about the country, Tucker would not only not be removed from Fox, but he would be the main guy. And there would just be one news station where they, the truth came out and they, he would be the main guy because that's the gist of it. It's not it's not about politics. We're not doing this podcast because just because Trump got a lot of shit done, which he did. It's about, hey, we are going down a path if we continue down this path and to where this country is not going to be America anymore. And it's gonna, it's coming sooner than later to where we're all going to be fucked. Even if you consider yourself on the left, you're going to be just as fucked as us. We are all going to be fucked. It's not going to turn out well for 99% of us because because there is much some, something, at least I'm almost 100% sure, much deeper going on than what than what mainstream media will have you believe and what most people I think still believe. Does that, does that make any sense? Because it's Yeah, it makes sense, but it goes down to the deepest levels. You know, this video here is a, a teacher. I don't know where she is, Texas, I think. And uh, she got a letter from uh, her school board, I guess, questioning her, talking to her students about a certain subject. Let's watch this. Okay, so today I got pulled into a check-in meeting with um, my administrator at school, and she had this lovely list of concerns that she wanted to bring to my attention, um, but my favorite amongst them is, we've noticed an intentional attempt at teaching your students about their legal and constitutional rights that's the concern. They're concerned. Why are you concerned? Why is that a concern? Why is it a concern? Why is it a concern? Why does that concern you? Why is it a concern? She's cute, by the way. If you're just listening to this in podcast land, I like a I like me a cute teacher. Yeah, I have to admit, at first I thought she was gonna say some leftist batshit crazy stuff. Uh, All <laughs> right. <laughs> But I thought she was going to be like, why do you have a problem with me, you know, inviting drag queens to read stories to your children? I thought she was going to be one of those at first. But, you know, she was one of those people that uh, pointing out that they don't want somebody from higher up is telling the education system, the educators, the people running the schools, hey, we don't want the Constitution pushed. You know, we don't want kids growing up knowing that they're born with these God given rights. And they've also gone in a direction where they kind of make fun of those people who want their rights taken away and or don't want their rights taken away and, and speak out against it. You know, they the Arnold Schwarzeneggers of this world, you know, screw your freedoms, you know, all that bullshit. Um, yeah, it, it's it's crazy. Why wouldn't they want her telling about the Constitution? That's why America is America. And if we went along with the Constitution and and stuck to it, and and then we've said this a million times, this country would be as great as America is. It, it would be so much better. Hopefully, we'll get back to that. You want to hear Trump say some stuff? Yeah. Does he talk about the Constitution? I don't remember, but he talks about how Biden sucks and. Uh... Yeah, this came. He put this out on True Social about an hour before we started recording. So uh, it was like five minutes of him talking. I cut it down to about a minute and a half. Uh, the middle, I'll fill you in. The five worst presidents in American history and put them together, and they would not have done the damage Joe Biden has done to our nation in just a few short years, not even close. Thanks to Joe Biden's socialist spending calamity, American families are being decimated by the worst inflation in half a century. Banks are failing, our currency is crashing, and the dollar will soon no longer be the world standard. 
which will be our greatest defeat in over 200 years. With such a calamitous and failed presidency, it is almost inconceivable that Biden would even think of running for re-election. You know what happened in the last election? They cheated and they rigged the election. But I promise you this, when I stand on that debate stage and compare our records, it will be radical Democrats' worst nightmare because there's never been a record as bad as they have. And our country has never been through so much. There has never been a greater contrast between two successive administrations in all of American history, ours being greatness and theirs being failure. With your support in the election, we will defeat Joe Biden in 2024. We will rescue our economy. We will crush inflation. We will stop the invasion on our southern border. We will restore our nation's dignity, and we will prevent World War III from happening. Together, we will all make America great again. It's the yeah. boss. Yeah, I don't care how much you don't like that guy. He is good for the country. And <laughs> this other road we're going down is not good for the country. You know, not good for your children. No, not at all. And that's what uh, I don't have a clip of it. But Biden, I think it was just yesterday, said something about like, like you you say that you're responsible for your children. I say we're all responsible for your children. And that's just one of those things where you're like, you shut the fuck up. Like my kids are my responsibility, not all of our responsibility. Like I don't, I don't know. It goes, it, everything's connected, you know? And so it's like the same mindset that's like, eh, just let somebody else take care of your kids is the same mindset of like, eh, just get a tent and live on the street. Like you might as well, like nothing fucking matters, you know? And that's the, when black lives matter started before they took all this stuff off their website, one of their like main goals was the destruction of the nuclear family. Like they want to go into like brave new world style where once you have a child, it's not yours. It's it belongs to the state and we'll decide what's best for it. And we'll teach it everything that it needs to know. And that was like uh if you haven't read Brave New World, you should because it's really good. But it's also like 50 plus years old. And you're like, wow, like this is stunningly accurate. It's sort of like 1984. Like I can see this happening today. Uh, but they have like babies crawling around in a room and they bring in like a, a book like it's just got squiggles written on it. But like you can tell that it's a book and they bring in like a bunny or something and the kids are like smiling and laughing at it and, and and enjoying touching the book and that kind of stuff. And then they press a button and the floor just shocks all of these babies. So they're like teaching them like, no, whatever this thing is, books, cute little bunnies like that shit's bad. And then the next time they do the test again, then all the kids just like cry at the sight of a book and a bunny. And they're like, you don't need to learn nothing. Like, we'll tell you everything that you need to know. Yeah. Freaking disgusting, man. You know, we've got an interview tomorrow to take our boy to a, a different kind of school. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to homeschool him like three times a week and it's going to cost us a little bit of money. But I think it's totally worth it. And if you're out there and you've got kids and you can afford it, um, you need to get them out of public schools, at least under the current guidelines, because they are they are ruining children right and left. And I pointed that out to a former very dear friend of mine about, Hey man, they're coming after you too, brother. You know, like this ain't about, you know, um, they're trying to destroy the nuclear family and you're part of a nuclear family and they want you out. They want the, they want to completely rearrange everything that has made America what it is right now, which, which is a strong nuclear family. And, I'm not saying you can't have a modern family like things have changed in a lot of regards or whatever, but you know, we need to get back to the basics in this country in in a lot of ways. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, I, the internet has a lot to do with it. And like, 
you know, 50 years ago, you didn't know what was going on on the other side of the of America or on the other side of the planet until weeks later. And then it's just like a story of a thing that happened. But now, like, you can just pick up your phone and be like, oh, my God, they're rioting right now. Like, everything's crazy. So I don't know that it's it's going to take us some time, I guess, as a society to learn how to still keep the constitution, but then also embrace all of this new technology and, and whatnot. But I don't know. That's the whole another episode, I guess, because like uh, the second amendment, I don't fucking know. We'll talk about that later. We're wrapping up here soon. I did want to talk a little more about, unless there's something else, another video you have, I wanted to talk a little more about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. First of all, I don't think that the powers that be, if it's if it stays as corrupt as it is, he'll never get the nomination. And no, no president in history, there's only been one, I think it was 1852, Franklin Pierce is the only sitting president that didn't get the nomination. He's the only one. I mean, there's been four other people that died in office and their vice president became president, but then didn't get the nomination. But no elected president besides Franklin Pierce in 1852 has ever not gotten the nomination. So history is on Biden's side if 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 he does, in fact, um, run again, which I still don't know that he's going to. They might say he's going to, but. I don't know that he will. Supposedly there was some, um, I think I listened to this on X-22 report. They were were talking about how the mainstream media is already putting out some poll that say 75% of Americans or Democrats or something don't think that Joe Biden should run again. So they're already putting that out there. You know, that's something else they do is they they start their narrative up early. You know, like, I remember we said this back in, what's it called, that that he wasn't going to run again. Um, but they're, they're continually saying that he's going to. But I think Robert F. Kennedy Jr., I never saw those climate change videos. I don't know how old they are where he said that. Um, I do personally think climate change, at least to the level they claim it is, is bullshit. Um, so I'd be interested in seeing those. But he is the one that said that like Bill Gates was evil and brought out all the um, evidence from what he did to those African kids um, and Indian kids going to those remote villages and trying out his vaccine on him and a lot of them ended up maimed or dead. Um, so he's the one that pointed that out. Um, he had some quote, I thought I screenshot it. Maybe I didn't, um, about here it is. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. There is no time in history where the people who were censoring speech were the good guys. You know, I I like that. He says shit like that. I also don't think he's going to pass the window dressing test. I mean, he's got something wrong with his voice. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's like the Fetterman rule now. Like, uh, you can't fucking use a, a disability against him. Like, that's right. not his fault that his voice is like that. Of course, yeah. I don't think that'll stop the other side, the people that hate him from being like, we don't want this fucking retard in there. And it's like, whoa, like, what did, where's Fetterman been for a year? And you're like, ah, he's sick. Give him a minute. Or the current president. I mean, good Lord. I mean, I think if part- it's even him, dude. Yeah, well, right. I mean- Did you see that video? Hold on, I'll show that real quick. He's wearing a mask, and I don't know that he necessarily is. I think he just has old skin, but watch this. And he was a very conservative guy who was very, very. Oh my gosh, that's a mask. Holy cow. He always had I, and I he did was it a twice. very conservative guy. Oh my gosh, that's a mask. Holy cow. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it might just be his old skin, like wrinkling up where he scratched it, but it could also be a very sophisticated, like super thin silicone mask. But if it was, then how do they not make it sophisticated enough that it doesn't roll over itself when you scratch it? You know, I would think that'd be one of the first things that they would perfect. Yeah, it it is debatable, but I don't know. And I'm not an expert on old skin, but, (laughs) but that looked more like latex to me than it did skin, especially the way it, the way it, I don't know. It almost looked like cake batter or something. 
Yeah. Who knows, man, if that see, it's like, it's sort of the same as I was saying last week with the Republicans in the election. We're like, we don't know how they fucking cheated, but they fucking cheated. And so with Biden, it's like, I don't trust him. And it's like later it's like, Oh, he was an alien with a fucking mask on. And it's like, I knew I didn't trust that guy, <laughs> but it's like, if it turns out like, no, it's him. And he just did some shady deals. Then I'm still going to be like, told you I didn't trust him. And they're like, you thought he was a fucking alien. And I'm like, I just knew something was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, going back to RFK, I, I think that at the very least he could really help open democratic eyes to, well, maybe these guys on the right aren't so batshit crazy because Robert F. Kennedy Jr., I mean, you know, the Kennedys are obviously always been Democrat. I mean, he's pointing out and, you know, maybe then we'll start looking at why JFK, or excuse me, JFK was actually murdered. Um, maybe, maybe it could all be beneficial and maybe he doesn't even really care about becoming the president. He just knows that this could get a lot of eyeballs on him as far as the pointing out like the deep state is real and they're trying to screw us. And, you know, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I'm reading about, I wanted to find the actual quote that he said, but I don't see it. I, because this uh, headline that I'm looking at or uh, now it's gone, but I was looking at a second ago says uh, that he's calling for the corporate death of the co uh, Coke industries and uh, something else, some, uh, you know, oil related sort of thing. Not that Coke is oil, but uh, anyway, so I think that might've been misconstrued as the thing about they ought to be put to death. So I guess he wasn't calling for people. He was just like, this company is bad. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But at the same time, it's like, it's good to have at least another candidate that's like logical and, and using common sense. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want any reason for Trump to not get the second term that I know he would do the best with. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's going to end up getting the nomination anyway. Um, especially if it's, as corrupt as we believe it is. Um, I think they'll, they, they already said that they're not doing debates or anything, or that's what the DNC said, at least like, I suppose, uh, RFK jr. Could come out and be like, all right, I rented the building. I fucking set everything up. Will you meet me here and debate? And then it would be on Biden to be like, I refuse. And then that would be good for RFK because at least he could be like, little bitch won't even fucking debate me, you know. But who knows? I don't know. And I would I don't even know if Biden would want to debate against Trump again, you know. I mean, why? you know, I know why they don't. But what, what are they going to give the public for why they don't? I mean, they can't use COVID anymore because Trump's a fucking election denier, dude. We ain't we we don't even give him the time of day because that's how much we don't respect him as a human being. That I, that explanation would be enough to get 30 percent of America to be like, yeah, I agree with that. So who knows, but it, that's the, it's both the beauty and the, the scariness, I guess, of the time that we're living in is like, dude, literally anything could happen in the next six months, fucking alien shit. Like Jesus could come back and we would all be like, okay, like that's the thing that we were all leading to. I think more and more people are starting to feel like something's boiling, like something's waiting to happen. So yeah. I'm just excited to see what it is. Yeah. Um, what do you want to close this on? Is there anything else you wanted to video you need to show or anything or like to show? If we can end it on this if you want. Hey, buddy. Fuck you, motherfucker. That's how I look at it. If you're not smart to be my friend, fuck you. Yeah, that's a great video, dude. That guy's scary, man. Um, 
Um, yeah, before we wrap up, I uh, I picked uh, or I set up officially a, a time and place to record my comedy special with 800 pound gorilla media. And it's going to be at the Comedy Club of Kansas City. Uh, I'm going to be there on June 1st, 2nd and 3rd. I'm not sure what days we're actually recording, whether they're just going to record Saturday the 3rd or if they're going to be there all week. I'm hoping that they'll be there all week so I can have more video to choose from when I'm actually making this special, but I'm going to just wear the same clothes every show and like edit it all together and whatnot, you know? Yeah. But I hope it ends up good, man, but we'll talk well, well before then. But if you're watching, you live in Kansas city, get online, buy your tickets. Cause it's going to sell out. I hope. Yeah. Well, we should have started this podcast with that piece of information. Cause that is great news, man. I'm happy for you. Um, so yeah, without any further ado, we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this up and, and see you guys next week. But, um, crazy times we're living in crazy times. Indeed. Hit the like button, share us if I can tell your friends or go fuck yourself. Adios. <laughs>